Good morning, people. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Just coughing right away. Every time I hit record, you're coughing. <laughs> Damn I'm, cough. Here I am. Now I'm in frame. <laughs> you Little, made it. I made it. A little bit extra, I think. We'll try that. There we go. That's better. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> I don't know. You were fine eight minutes ago. I was. He was fine eight minutes ago. Oh my goodness. Welcome back to hashtag just saying. Uh, let me get all the horn out of the way real quick. For free. For the... <laughs> Free horn. Uh, we <laughs> free horn. The uh, the audio version is posted up on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Stitcher. Google Play. Hey and for the audio folks, we post the first twenty to thirty minutes up on YouTube. Yes. And we also have other fun videos up there if you'd like to check those out as well. Oh, fun! Now I got all the horn out of the way. Oh, we're also on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, Tumblr, Twitter. I tumble for you. Well, I would, <laughs> but I got a bad back. Oh, no tumbling. <laughs> my doctor says my tumbling days are over, I think. Shit. I know. I'm okay with it, though. I'm okay with it. I'll just make sure you wash your apples. <laughs> Daily. Yeah. Okay. No one likes so. the stinky apples. Oh. That's bad, 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 bad. Okay, so we're gonna get right into right into business. Yes. Yes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you begin. Oh boy. Yes. Begin. All right. Begin. <laughs> New beginning. <laughs> First thing I came across today was recently on the show Wheel of Fortune. Yes. We had a little mishap that got. A contestant further down to the end of the show mm-hmm. when she shouldn't have. Oh dear! And it got a lot of fans and uproars, and okay. wondering how the hell they let this happen. Okay. <clears throat> on last on Thursday's Wheel of Fortune, mm-hmm. contestant named Angela Evans won big with a little help from host Pat Sajak. Evans is a veteran of the U.S. Marine Corps and was part of the very mm-hmm. special Veteran Week celebration on the show. Right. During the final puzzle in regulation, it sounded like Evans asked the for the consonant B, like uh-huh. a boy. But Sajak thought she said D. There was a D in the puzzle and no B. Evans ended up solving the puzzle, drinking from a coconut. <laughs> Just a few minutes I, I later. Ass- I assume you mean that's what the puzzle was and yeah. that's not what she was doing. That's- <laughs> All right. Because sure I can just see her with, like, a, a tropical drink going, I'm going to solve this puzzle. <laughs> nope. The puzzle was drinking from a coconut. Okay. And with the... Put the lime <laughs> in the coconut and drink it all up. And every time I hear that, I think of Reservoir Dogs. Really? Yeah, Why? That, that song's in the uh, credits. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The end. Yes. Dag Nabbit. And then once, the, once I hear that, that song's stuck in my mm-hmm. head for, like, a couple hours. I, just, I have it in my head uh, because it was in an episode of The Muppet Show. <laughs> so you see the contrast in what we're dealing with here. Yeah. <laughs> with the win, Evans advanced to the bonus round. 
in which the same thing seemingly happened again. When she selected her three consonants, it sounded like she asked for B, as in boy, mm-hmm. H, and B, as in boy again. Sajak asked, by the way, the third consonant was a D. Is that what you said? B, H, D? To add to the confusion, Evan said, no, B. To which Sajak replied, no, the first one was B, then you called for an H. Eventually, they got it sorted out. Though it wasn't much help because there were no B's or D's in the puzzle. All right, then. Regardless, fans at home were upset and took to Twitter to voice their frustration. Evans did not win the bonus puzzle, uh-huh. but she did go home with $19,800 worth of prizes. Okay. So in the end, it was a pretty good day, or a bay, <laughs> as Evans might say. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Oh my goodness! Um, <laughs> that's messed up. Yep, that's messed up. Uh, They're mic'd I, up. You think the uh, producers or everybody that's on the you know the side of the room? Yeah. You think they would hear that she called for a B or a D? And well, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's Pat's damn job. Damn it, Pat, you have one job. Do your job. You've been doing it for so many damn years. I know. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember um, there was a whole mess of controversy that came out a few years ago because Pat said that sometimes, because the show was so easy to do and so, like, mundane, that he would go and have a liquid lunch and come back? Oh, yeah. Maybe he was drunk. <laughs> and he's just hearing D's and B's. And fucking... Maybe he's drinking from the coconut. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's drinking from the coconut. I like that. Oh my gosh. Me too. Too much coconut. <laughs> too much. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, a, a couple of good liquid lunches and then D's turn into B's. <laughs> and uh, did you say Q? No, Alex. I said S. <laughs> Oh, I said Alex. I got the wrong host. Now I'm thinking Jeopardy. What is... Are you drinking from the coconut, too? <laughs> Trebek wouldn't drink from the coconut. Tre- Trebek has people. He's got people all around. And like, nope, nope. They didn't answer in time. I mean, he's just their lackey. Yeah. He's just like, I didn't, you know. And you didn't say what is, so it's not right. And they have those people on the side of... Um... Family Feud. They have people on the side of Family Feud? Like judges. Oh, do they? On Family mm-hmm. Feud? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I've seen, quite, is, I've seen quite a few times the the host wasn't sure about an answer, and he looked over down like somewhere in the corner. Really? I think there's like two or three people there. There's <laughs> this type of thing. Gave the old thumbs up? <laughs> mm-hmm. I, you know what? I can't even think of... I, I can't even think of, like, why Family Feud would need a judge. <clears throat> but I, I guess, you know, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I pick one dollar. <laughs> one dollar, Drew. <laughs> and a lot of times that one dollar wins. I don't like that. Because it's like they're not taking a risk. Mm-hmm. It's like, take a risk. Get in there. I don't know how they went with the dollar. 
Well, because it's the closest bit. Everybody's like way over. Way it's like, over. You know how much that camera cost? A thousand dollars. And then somebody's like, a dollar. And it's like five. You got a deal. You got a deal. I'll take it. You got a deal. <laughs> My goodness. Uh it's got I was actually um actually um I think Trebek is gonna be retiring shortly. And mm. I was sitting there, I was a little bit sad about that. Because that's been he's been there for ever. Mm-hmm. I was like, Jeopardy's not gonna be the same. That's gonna be sad. When he's like gone. Mm. Be like, who can they get? It better not gone, be like retired. It better not be Drew Carey or who's the <laughs> other guy? The other whore. Uh <laughs> Wayne Brady. Wayne Brady. Give Wayne Brady like eight minutes. He'll give you a show. He's like, I'll do anything. Anything. One of the shows he has is Let's Make a Deal. Yeah, Let's Make a Deal. You got it. You got a deal. (laughs) Uh, He had that lip sync show, didn't he? The lip sync battle show? That was LL Cool J. No, no, no. He had a... But it was like a... But it was like a... um, It was almost like a karaoke... Not like a karaoke show, but they had to like... Didn't they have to like finish the lyric or something? I, I promise I'm not making this up. <laughs> it was like you had to finish the lyric of the song or something. Like name that tune, name that yeah. tune. I think that's what it was. That sounds a little more original. Yeah, it was like name that tune or something. That was his thing. You got a tune. You got a tune. <laughs> We've got a tune. Yeah, he's on everything. It's like, well, just get Wayne Brady to do it. Jeez. It's like Kevin Hart. He's on oh everything. God. Oh, my goodness. Can I say, like, last week, because I know Kevin Hart was in, like, a really bad accident last week, or maybe the week prior, he finally came back to, like, social media. And I'm, I, I have nothing against Kevin Hart. If you're a Kevin Hart fan, that's great for you. Um, but I think he's in too much stuff. He doesn't take a break. He doesn't take a break. He's in too much stuff. You you, you get a little fatigued mm-hmm. seeing somebody <clears throat> so much. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, maybe let a movie, maybe maybe let a script come off your desk. Don't don't you know <laughs> say yes to everything. But he had made a social media post where he said that this was, uh, and I'm gonna paraphrase what he was saying because I don't remember exactly what he was saying, but he said. You know, essentially, this was God's way of telling him to slow down, yeah, and not good. do so much. And I was just like, "No, well, that's perfect. <laughs> I'm, <clears throat> I'm agreeing with God on this one. <laughs> Me and God see eye to eye on this this particular topic." I was gonna say the way, <clears throat> the way Kevin takes his roles, yeah, is the way Michael J. Fox took his on Back to the Future. What do you mean? <clears throat> they gave him the script, he held it. Yeah, this is good. I'll do it. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, he just held the script? Mm-hmm. That's, he, what, that's what he said. He just held the script. He's like, all right, I'll do it. I'd be like, well, this is a little light. How many lines do I have? What do I have to memorize? Eight pages? Ah, fuck that. You cut this down. I'm going to be a less is more type of character. Matter of fact, if I, I want to be mute. Yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, if I can get through with just a head nod or a wink, I'm a good... <laughs> We'll call that film a success. Mm. Bam. Booyah. Booyah. Uh, last week, 
um, the video, the video people might have missed last week. We, uh, for the audio section, we moved on to things um, in TV and movies that drive you crazy. So if you, you uh, YouTube folks want to go back and check that out. But we're actually going to continue it a little <clears throat> bit tonight because there's more crap that drives us crazy. <laughs> we didn't a finish it. drives us crazy. We didn't finish it. We got more crap. Yay! Exactly. Let's finish this crap. <laughs> let's, finish, let's get this crap done. Damn crap. Sing this crap. Let's get this crap done. Uh, it's pretty self-explanatory. You'll 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 get the idea. Uh, some characters are going on a winter hunting trip or whatever. Some just wearing sweaters instead of actual coats. Nobody's wearing hats or gloves or scarves. Hello, frostbite. Exactly. Like they're going skiing or whatever, and it's like, why why aren't you dressed for the weather? We got one. We got one. Yep. We, we, we saw it last Monday. Okay. Uh, I remember you saying something about it, yep. but I don't remember what it was. Right. And I hope you do. Like when you watched an, uh, if you watched an old uh, 80s sitcom show or a TV show. Yep. And there's one scene when someone either like jumps in a pool or they're in uh, like a, tr- a trough of water or something like that. Mm-hmm. They're soaking wet. Right. And then when they get up and they're like in the next scene, like they're in the same area and they're walking this way or they're running down this road. Mm-hmm. They're dry as a bone all of a sudden. It's like they were running really fast and got dry <laughs> before. My thing is that when shit hey, like that. Flash Gordon. Exactly. My thing with shit like that happens, it's like uh, their hair is perfect. Yeah. It's like, because, you know, it's not. No, that Bull. doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. I call bullshit on your hair. <laughs> That's annoying, though. It's like you're supposed to be soaking wet, right? And like two seconds later, you're almost dry. Your hair's dry and it's fluffy. And... He's bone dry. <sighs> bone annoying. dry. Two things: one, having perfectly white, having a perfectly white rag around, and being able to rip it with immense ease. You know, for wounds and such. No matter how tough the fabric is, I understand what you're saying. Like a shirt, like people rip their shirt really easy. <clears throat> Um, the second is... It's got to be pre-ripped. Yeah, yeah. Like Hulk Hogan. It's like... Because <laughs> he's already got the pre-rip yeah. in, the, in a little the thing. Cut, a little cut right there so yeah. you can show... Yeah. You can't do that with these shirts. Oh, God, no. Um, it's a well-made shirts. <laughs> you got a cheap-ass shirt, Hogan. Um, everyone, and I mean everyone, can hotwire a car. That's true. People, you know, in the movies, people are like, well, just put the green and the red together, and then you're off. Mm-hmm. It was like that in uh, that show we were watching. The two guys are like, well, we don't have the keys. Oh, just hotwiring. <laughs> I'm like, he's a 90-year-old man. Yeah. He shouldn't be hotwiring a car. Oh. <laughs> and why would he know how to do that? And this oh, time God. of year, if you're hot wiring a car, you get a red and a green, just start singing Christmas songs. What oh, are you I doing? know. Jingle bells. <laughs> La da 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 da. My fingers smell because they're <laughs> on fire now. I can't start this bitch. Uh, <laughs> unemployed or have a low paying job, yet live in some massive apartment or condo or house in the middle of fucking LA or New York. I live in LA. Shit don't work like that, player. <laughs> I actually wrote playa. I love it. I agree. Yeah. Crawling around inside HVAC ductwork as an escape or break-in route. Have you ever seen inside most HVAC ductwork? It's a minefield. I can do a duck. 
Yeah. Better than my turkey. How's your turkey? <laughs> blip, blip, blip. <laughs> it's a minefield of sharp, self-tapping sheet metal screws and sharp edges of some sort of aluminum or steel. You wouldn't get one millimeter in before you'd be snagged or severely lacerated. That's your lesson today, kids, from the hashtag crew. Do not climb inside ductwork. You will be lacerated. Yes. I like that word, so I had to say it twice. People in New York City yelling taxi when trying to get a cab. That never <laughs> happens. You just stick out your arm. Or maybe show a little leg. <laughs> Either way, you might get something that way. All I think about now is... I don't know if it's exactly going to be a cab, but you'll get yeah. something. You'll get something you may not want to pick pick up. <laughs> Nobody has screens on their windows. I hadn't noticed that, but now I will. Was watching something recently where two characters made plans, but didn't mention a time, place, date, etc. It was just like, would you like to go to dinner? Yes. Great, I'll see you there. Fucking where? <clears throat> yes. Hell, you'll find me. Yeah, yeah. Keep going. It's a big city. You might want to start out early. You'll find me by midnight. When, <laughs> when confronted by an unarmed boss-level villain, the hero gallantly throws away a perfectly good gun just so they can fuck around with knives or his fists or his feet and shit. I'm looking at you, Expendables 3. Shoot the fucker and get home in time for tea. <laughs> I think, I think that's going to be my autobiography now. Shoot the fucker and get home in time for tea. I like it. I'm, that's my new shirt. I'm going to get a shirt. Shoot the fucker and get home in time for tea. <laughs> when a cop has to say, sorry, you can only report someone missing after 24 hours in TV and movies. That's not fucking true. If someone is missing, report them immediately, especially if it's a child. Then when people actually report someone missing, they think they have to wait when in reality the person who's missing could be critically hurt or dead and this happens because they <clears throat> saw it on TV. <clears throat> this is totally true. There's no waiting period to file a missing person. You just have to be like, they didn't come home. <laughs> <laughs> He's an hour late. <laughs> missing person. <laughs> no, he's shooting someone to get home in time for tea. <laughs> He'll be there soon. Yeah. <clears throat> One person tells another to turn on the news because catastrophe. They turn on the TV, which is always set to the correct channel. I I have actually noticed actually? this. Yes. I've actually noticed this. It's like, oh, turn on your TV, blah, blah, blah. And then the blah. person, blah, 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 blah. And then the person, like, turns on their TV and it's automatically on the channel that the other person <clears throat> wants them to be on. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Southern accents all sound like they came straight out of Gone with the Wind. We don't all sound alike. No. You know what? I'll tell you something. I'll tell you what. I will, I'll tell you what. I just told you. <laughs> uh, speaking from a Bostonian point of view, whenever they have somebody on TV or whatever, and they're supposed to be from Massachusetts, everybody sounds like they're from fucking Southie. I hate that. Hmm. We don't all sound like that. We do a little bit. Are you thinking of the movie uh, Departed? Departed? Mm -hmm. Yes. I am thinking of Departed. Yep. 
that that's, that a, that's a good example. That movie made me so fucking angry. Because <laughs> seriously, first of all, Jack Nicholson didn't even try to do a Boston accent. He was just like, "I'm Jack Nicholson, and this is how I'm going to be talking today," and everybody's okay with it. That's fine. It's Jack. That's fine. Yeah, we'll give him a pass. But like the people who well, we don't want to get mad and have him, uh, you know, with an axe. <laughs> Here's Johnny. But the people in that movie who are actually from here actually? actually had the worst accents in the fucking movie, with the exception of <clears throat> Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen had the worst mm. accent in the movie. You think Donnie Wahlberg would have had the? His was one of the worst. Wait, not Donnie. Um, the one Mark. The, yeah, the Wahlberg. Yeah, Mark. The, the Wahlberg and the Damon were the worst. <laughs> and you think Mark would have hit it over everybody? You would think that they would have, and I get it that, like... I haven't watched it in a long time. Yeah. I mean, I get it that they've gone through a lot of theatrical training to lose their accents, so, okay, but, like, I mean, all you gotta do is call your mom. (laughs) I mean, call home! Your mom would be like, yeah, Mom, teach me the accent. We was gonna go to the pub. No, 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 no. Your father. Archie! He's at the the park. (laughs) Your father? It's like... You took my car. The weather's crazy. The weather. Like me. <laughs> the weather. Yeah, I mean, call home. You'll hear it. Shit. You want to practice? Don't pronounce your R's. That's exactly. That's Change it. Change your R's to A-H's. H. My khakis. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's not Boston. that hard. <laughs> it is hard. <laughs> It is hard if you've lost it. It's hard. I just... Oh, it's hard. <laughs> it's too hard. I just... That annoys me. It they And everybody like, sounds like they're from Southie. And, Sully! Come on, guy. Pitch your lager. I fucking hate it. So, anyway... People getting stabbed with a two-inch blade in the stomach or back and then dying immediately. Oh, I've been perforated. <laughs> Unless you hit like an artery, don't you get like a, a day or two? You like die if you were stabbed? Uh, I mean, it, it's, it only goes two inches in. I mean, if they don't hit like a vital organ or anything, mm. I mean, you'll be okay. <laughs> you'll be all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it also helps if you leave the knife in. <laughs> Yes. Because it, yeah, because it, like, keeps mm. everything there. Once you pull the knife out, it's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> we got a gusher. We've, Woo! We've, we've got a gusher. <laughs> In a fight scene when it's one versus five guys, the rest of them are just circling the guy while he slowly takes them out one by one. <laughs> I hate that. Not everybody was like Bruce Lee. Yeah, I mean... That that happens in every single action film. It's like every we must attack him one at a time. It's the sporting thing to do. <laughs> it's not sporting. Kill him and be home in time for tea. I'm not letting that go. I'm not letting it go. <laughs> when a movie shows off some kind of cool technological device that would never work in real life at worst and be highly impractical at best. I have no um, examples for you because they didn't give me any. So we just move on. Get parking spots right in front of busy nightclubs, hospitals, or the city hall. That must be lovely. 
I I'm just dead. like like the the guy the hero whatever just drives right up and he's like here I am mm. I'm at the spot and it's a legal spot yeah doesn't get a ticket or anything <laughs> uh, when a scene starts at the end of a car ride and the characters are just often beginning their conversation as they arrive at the destination getting out of the car I get that it's a transition shot but come on what was going on in the rest of that car ride silence <laughs> that's right. Like, we weren't speaking before we got here. <clears throat> so, when a small woman beats the shit out of several men that are twice her size with ease, and the woman says something like, you know, I grew up with brothers, it's cliche at this point, and stupid. Yes, I agree. <laughs> it's like they have to justify that they can fight. Uh. Yes. How about just like, I'm extremely violent. <laughs> <laughs> Sean's laughing inside he's going thank god she didn't hit my face (laughs) oh that's a muffin basket (laughs) watching people play console games and spasmatically jerk around as if to demonstrate just how hard they're playing yes like when you're watching like Big Bang Theory or something and they're just kind of like doing this with it and then they're going like this it's like, wow. Well, you can you only jerk in Mario when you're trying to get that little fucker to jump over the thing. And he's like, jump, you dick! <laughs> I, I can't stand it when I'm watching people playing uh, video games. Yeah? And they think doing this <laughs> is really going to help. Twisting, yeah, yeah. Wait, go that way! Uh, I've done that. I've done that. Because it's like, you're like, come on, you jerk! You're not doing the thing you're supposed to do! <laughs> Left, I said. Left! Yeah. Oh, my goodness. In old Western movies, when a guy is taking a shot of whiskey, he it looks like he just flings the glass forward to his face. How does any of it end up in his mouth and not everywhere all over him? I know! <laughs> Hit me again. Give me another. You got a deal. You got a deal. When two characters get into a screaming fight and sometimes even seem to hate each other before that... And then suddenly they stop making out and have immediate sex. Who the hell does that in real life? I don't know, but it should be done more often. (laughs) Sean out here trying to get the greater good. Uh, Most directors seem to not know what amnesia really is. The worst is when they cure amnesia by having the affected person get hit hard in the head. (laughs) What is that? It's like... Oh, her eyes aren't crossed anymore. Well, she got hit by a mule. Oh. She fell down the well. They're not crossed anymore. I don't know. Stuff stuff in the fridge is not cold, and when they step away to talk in private, two feet from another person, and they they are trying to exclude. Oh, I know. It's like, come here, I gotta tell you something. And the other person's like, right fucking here. Like, I can hear you. No, you can't. This guy's an asshole. (laughs) I'm right here. (laughs) Dicks. (laughs) The slightest fender bender causing the car to explode. (laughs) That happens all the time. When I, I, like, I got in a car accident, a really bad one, and my first thought was, and, you know, just because, like, Aside from like, hey, there's a lot of blood here. My second thought was, 
oh my god, the car's gonna explode. Because that's what you see all the time. Mm-hmm. It's like, I just kept thinking, like, oh shit, I gotta get out of this car. My car is gonna explode. It was a, you know, in my defense, it wasn't just like, eh, little dent. Mm. It was a crash. So I was like, fucking hell. Get out of the car! Well, <clears throat> um, if the car that hits you doesn't crash into where your gas tank is first, mm-hmm. then you're okay. Well, I, you know That's what? That's when I'd be worried. Like, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I have a little more knowledge about that now, obviously. Um, I did not at the time. That's not a good um, reason to know where the gas tank is in your car. At the time. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it was actually a one person accident. I was, it was just me. It was just, an accident? I'm just me out here causing accidents. <laughs> uh, leaving. I'm sue myself. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I owe myself a million dollars. You got a deal. <laughs> Settle out of court for 50 bucks. You got a deal. <sighs> Leaving doors open when they enter a room. Makes me crazy thinking about closing the door. I usually miss all the dialogue. That's some OCD stuff for you. This is very specific, but sometimes when a character is trying to hide something, a close friend or boyfriend, girlfriend does something that would normally be totally unacceptable to find out what it is. And they get no consequences or give an excuse of, it's okay because I'm hiding something similar. I think I understand what you're saying with that. Um, when they show people being happy, when they trying to pull <laughs> Wow, some miserable shit. <laughs> this miserable person is just like, people being happy. <laughs> Unacceptable. <laughs> oh my god. God, you're an angsty person. When they explain stuff that everyone should already know, but because the audience might not know, they have to make a short explanation. Two scientists talk to each other. Hey, did you put those samples in the centrifuge? You mean the machine that spins them around? Yes, I did. (laughs) All right. I used to watch CSI Miami, and um, they would often take at least three minutes to explain police procedure that you know the other person has to know, but it's just for the benefit of the audience. Mm -hmm. So, like, and and that would always bother me because I'm like, is it their first day on the job? How do they not know to take crime scene photos? (laughs) No, no, we have to take photos and mark each one and blah, blah, blah. Get the shells and put them in the thing. Fucking, I knew that. Mm Mm-hmm. I just oh bag all evidence. I don't, we're gonna vacuum this crime scene first before we go home. Dust for prints. Exactly. <laughs> Fingerprints. Five five. Touch that. It's evidence. <laughs> well, now we can't take fingerprints. We can't take fingerprints. The number five five five. <laughs> Call me at five 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 five. Tell me how much you hate that. <laughs> Every time a character enters their house or apartment, there are about seven lamps on. A character could be returning from vacation and entering an empty house, and there will be still multiple light sources. Even poor characters will still have three lamps with no regard for the cost of electricity. No. Understood, I know. When they brush their teeth, they don't have toothpaste foaming out of their face. (laughs) Seriously. Why doesn't he look like a rabid dog? (laughs) 
women running away from a killer and... Falling while they're running? Women running away from a killer and not taking off their four-inch heel stilettos. <laughs> Can I just say that the the women the woman falling thing just that annoys me so so much <clears throat> and it's like you know what nope they're all in a situation that like it really didn't require them to wear heels mm-hmm. it's like oh well we're all at camp crystal lake having a good time <clears throat> i'm in my 4 inch stiletto heels as i should be <clears throat> Oh, no, now I've got to run. <laughs> no more kumbaya. <laughs> kumbaya your ass down the thing. Jason's coming. You know what? She deserves to be left behind after she falls with her stupid shoes. Shoes will get you killed. Uh, even even mm. without them. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of the old uh, horror films always had that cliche. Yes, it's stupid. The girl has to fall down once. Like, oh, no. I'd leave her. <laughs> she Boom. Well, Betty, you're on your own. <laughs> That's not on you. <laughs> Sorry, Betty. I gotta go. <clears throat> if, you, if you make it, I'll meet you at the restaurant. I know. You know where. <laughs> Call me at 555 if you escape the killer. How almost anyone can hear a name once and know how to spell it, and they remember it perfectly along with addresses and number sequences. Nope. Even if they hear it on a payphone on a busy city street from a foreign-accented villain. <laughs> I know. Oh, it's Pierre. Wee <laughs> wee. Pierre. I'd like to add in the morning when the person wakes up, it's bright as hell in the room, and they're sleeping peacefully. Yeah. I can't stand it. What? I like the room dark in the morning. Oh, when yes. When I wake up. Yes, yes. I agree. And the other cliche I can't stand watching on TV and movies mm-hmm. is when they they got to wake up for work. Mm-hmm. They're waking up. They're all stretching. They're smiling. Oh, what a great oh, morning. nobody wakes up like that. <laughs> That's so great. You got to get up and go to work. Yeah, ain't nothing good about it. It's like 6 a.m. No, oh, what a great night's sleep. Mm, beautiful morning. Look at this. No, you know how I wake up? Fuck, I want more sleep. <laughs> I wake up at uh, when my alarm goes off and I think, oh boy, nine more hours I can go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even out of the bed and I'm thinking about getting back in the bed. That's oh. how my day works. When I finally look outside, my first thought was... Um... How am I expected to work on a day like this? <laughs> exactly. A little Ferris Bueller thing there from yeah. uh, him talking about going to school. Even if it's like a shitty rainy day, it's like you can still justify it. Be like, I shouldn't have to go to work. It's raining. Right. This is awful. Uh, it's amazing how often characters end up in a conflict caused by a misunderstanding that would be solved with a two-second conversation. That is also true. Main characters of fantasy or sci-fi shows being like teens, they aren't allowed to drink, go back to school, and stop fighting monsters and shit. Exactly. Hmm. Uh, And it also says, why are most adults in these shows some of the most useless and immature people? Put them back in school, too. (laughs) Late with this one, but the subway is always conveniently empty and the train is on time. Yes, Captain Marvel, let's see you try catching the rush hour train to Brooklyn. (laughs) Yeah. 
Taxi. <laughs> oh, and rom comes the guy girl somehow get their significant other who was about to get on a flight without a plane ticket. Like, how are they getting through airport security and stuff without a plane ticket? Exactly. That you can tell those old movies when they're like, "I'll meet you at the gate." No, you won't. You will be shot. <laughs> you will be frisked and tased by TSA. You try to meet me at the gate. Right, Judge Reinhold? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Judge Reinhold. <laughs> well, he was an asshole in Gremlins. He deserves a little bit of something. Uh, it pisses me off when a phone call gets cut off and the person starts saying, Hello, hello, are you there? To a dial tone. Or nothing. A phone call is either connected or not connected. A right. deadline doesn't mean that the phone wants you to shout louder so your voice will reach the other person. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Hello? We, Hello? Hello? We saw that on Clue with the um, the cop. Oh, yeah. The murderer used the pipe and hung up yeah. on him. Yeah. And he's like, Hello? Hello? Are Hello? you there? Hello? <laughs> you should have a... Oh, sorry. You should have like a dial tone or something right now. Yeah. Or if not, just silence. If no one's on the other end, mm. hello? <laughs> What'd you say? Nothing. I said Nothing. What big old ugly house? <laughs> <laughs> Stacks of new, fresh off the printing press cash in crime scenes and shows. Often it's drug money being shown and in large denominations. Ooh. If the cash came from a bunch of drug addicts, they all paid for the drugs with crisp C notes. No one ever paid using a rumpled up fiver. <laughs> Here, I got it from my sock. <laughs> it's a 20. It'll do. Yeah. When characters wear headphones backwards, of all, of all the people working on this set who use headphones all day, every day, nobody bothered to say, hey, your headphones are on backwards. Nobody. <clears throat> You'll still hear me. They're on backwards, yeah. What? Oh, if you put your headphones on backwards while listening to this show, you'll hear it in reverse. <laughs> Just a couple more of these. We are responsible for any demonic uh, sayings. Uh, Paul is dead. Um, Being able to find the exact thing they need in a book without difficulty or struggle. They flip to that shit instantly. Additionally, always having a book which usually relates to the very specific present situation. What is that? Gozer's, uh, the the Tobin spirit guide? Yep. Now, let's see. Ah, here it is. Yes! And they'll go right to it. They'll just do a quick little, yep. Got it. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck oh, I cannot. Um, in a cop crime show, they always yell, freeze. <laughs> freeze. You know why I'm laughing, and Joe knows why I'm laughing. Oh. Oh, we know. <laughs> Also, when they go to a crime scene and start clicking away on a computer or messing with evidence. Like, hey, you realize none of that can be used in court now? Drives me nuts. One more of these. Admissible. Yeah. Un- yeah. <laughs> yeah, admissible. Tape recordings are not admissible evidence. Um, sew their own immaculate superhero costume in a two-second montage. That is BS. Do you even own a sewing machine? 
Have you ever sewn with stretchy, sleek, or leather fabric before? It should look like it was made by a four-year-old over the course of a week, and that is being generous. <laughs> well, that's why, Daredevil, that's why Daredevil had that guy make his costume. He can't sew. He's blind. <clears throat> it's all like, nuh-uh. If somebody you know has uh, better materials, make them do it. Exactly. But don't tell them what it's for. Because then your secret identity will be fucked. So, that's just a few things that drive us crazy. <clears throat> Moving on. New, new, new topic. <clears throat> new topic. Yeah, I came across one today. Oh, I'm ready. How much actors are really getting paid for the reruns? Oh, this is going to make me angry. I'll bet it will. I'm ready for the blood to boil. <laughs> I'm ready. Start the list off with a Hoff. David Hasselhoff. David Hasselhoff? Hasselhoff? For his TV show Baywatch, which I'm surprised they did that instead of uh, Night Rider, which had 11 seasons, and the final yeah. episode was aired May 14th, <clears throat> 2001. <clears throat> Baywatch wasn't so much a new... So much a show as much as it was a cultural phenomenon. It launched the career okay. of Pamela Anderson, who went on to become one of the world's biggest female symbols since Marilyn Monroe. At the helm of it all was David <clears throat> Hasselhoff as the often shirtless Mitch. Oh, he can keep his shirt on <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Me too. Baywatch may not be rerun as much as some other shows, but that doesn't mean Hasselhoff doesn't still make a considerable amount from the hit series. Mm-hmm. The Hoff could take home around $4 million a year. Are you shitting me? Thanks to his beach patrolling role. The actor also made a cameo appearance in the 2017 movie based on the franchise. Oh my god. I knew this was going to make me angry. Um, yeah, we just started. I know. Is I'm curious, did, did Baywatch run longer than Knight Rider? I don't think so. Maybe, I was going to say, maybe I feel that. like it doesn't. Really? I haven't watched it, but I feel like it didn't. I kind of have to know now. I kind of have to know. Because uh, I was going to say uh, how... Because um, like, I was thinking like maybe there were more seasons of Baywatch uh, than there were Knight Rider. And that's, so he was he's getting paid more from the Baywatch. Maybe. I mean, that's just a guess. No, it says 11, episodes, uh, 11 seasons, so maybe Night Rider could have done like 8 or 9, I guess. Well... Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, you are way wrong, bro. Oh, shit. What? Four seasons. Night Rider? Of Night Rider. Well, fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I felt like it was a lot more than that. Uh, you know what? This is in the 80s, so, I mean, seasons had about 20-something... Episodes, yeah, like per season, 20, so 24. Yeah, so maybe it just feels like there's more seasons because yeah. it's so many episodes. Well, I haven't watched Night Rider since I was a kid, anyway, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Just the, the only good episode was with Peter Cullen, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> he was Carr. Next, so. next is Betty White. Betty White. Or the Golden Girls, which uh -huh. had seven seasons. <laughs> Final one was May 9th, 1992. Okay. The Golden Girls was way ahead of its time in many ways. It may have been in the early 90s, but B. Arthur 
Betty White, Rue McCallaghan, and Estelle Getty talked openly about every aspect of womanhood. Oh, dear. The witty script coupled the with supreme acting talent makes it relevant all these years later. I don't know about supreme acting <laughs> talent. Betty White is an institution at almost... Institution? That sounds weird. <laughs> but, well, right. the internet loves her because she's still alive. Well, geez, they make it sound like she's in an institution. <laughs> but at almost 100 years old, yeah. the actress may have wound down her career in her later years. But her work on The Golden Girls keeps her bank balance looking youthful with injections of $3 million a year. But she doesn't even have to work. Nope. I mean, if she lives... Um, you know what? At $3 million, you don't even have to fucking live modestly. Right. You could just be living. I am just living. She should be living in the house that they did the Golden Girls on. Seriously, what the hell? Maybe that's supposed to take place in Florida. I th- I assume so, yeah. Like Retirement. Palm Beach or something like yeah. that. Or... Uh, <laughs> next is Kelsey Grammer for Frasier. Oh, boy. Which had 11 <laughs> seasons. The final episode was May 13th, 2004. Mm-hmm. Kelsey Grammer played a serious yet hysterical Fraser Crane for over 20 years. Originally on Cheers, when the spin-off show debuted, it continued the storyline of the character and his family in his home in the city of Seattle, mm-hmm. gaining new fans by the day. Where it rained every day. Mm-hmm. I never <laughs> live out there. The series continued to air for 11 seasons before gracefully bowing out in 2004. Mm-hmm. At the time, Grammer was paid $1.6 million per episode for his efforts. I'm sorry, say that one more time? $1.6 million per episode. Oh, boy. What a mm. cushy deal that is. Yeah, for 11 seasons. <clears throat> wow. For more than 20 years after the completion of the series, the actor still earns a handsome $13 million a year from reruns and syndication checks. Oh. Yeah. Just oh. Just kill me, Bill. <laughs> <laughs> that is just I am just perturbed by that. Oh, you're going to love the next one. Oh god, I'm just I kicked the table. I'm so angry. David Caruso. Oh my my ginger. <laughs> <laughs> Four... I, ran out of, I ran out of adjectives. They all left my, my brain. For CSI Miami. Oh, CSI Miami! Ten seasons. Last episode was April 8th, 2012. Yeah, I miss it. <laughs> Retired actor and producer David Caruso played the main character on the crime show. Horatio CSI... Kane! Yep. CSI Miami. And he was active in the industry from 75 to 2012. Mm-hmm. CSI, like Law & Order, has had a lot of spin-offs, as people can't seem to get enough of true crime shows. Yes. Caruso can retire in peace. Oh, boy. Thanks to passive income from the show's reruns, which appear on cable TV and streaming services, mm-hmm. CSI reportedly generated over $6 billion in total. Uh-huh. The show was created by Anthony Zucchier, or Zucchier mm-hmm. who himself is worth $150 million as the executive producer. And the show residuals could get up to 100000 per year. For Caruso, 100000 per year? I'm not sure. For some reason, they didn't say him directly. Oh. Okay. But the CSI report generated over $6 billion in total. Okay. <clears throat> but it just says the residuals are up to 100000 per year. 
Oh, wow. Well, I mean, no, that's, you know what? I mean, fuck, I'd be happy with 100K <laughs> per year. Me too. I was about to, like, feel sorry for him. I'm like, oh, man, he doesn't have that Frasier money. But mm-hmm. fuck, I'll take 100K a year. Mm-hmm. Give me that. And me? Yes, I'll do the sunglasses thing. <laughs> If anybody who watched CSI Miami with the fucking sunglasses, yeah, we put the sunglasses. I'll do that. Shit. I I actually I like the show, but yeah, actually I like the show because it was it was like so cartoony. It was so over the top and ridiculous. It just made me laugh. I'd be like, oh, get him, God, get that son of a bitch. Yeah, yeah, get him, got him, good, get him, got him, good. What's what's next? My blood's boiling. Jennifer Aniston <gasps> for Friends. Oh oh, here's a quick P.S. A few yeah, for anybody who's interested. I mean, if you're a fan, you probably already know. But Jennifer Aniston joined Instagram a couple, like a week ago, two weeks ago. She fucking crashed it. Wow. She went on there. She now holds <clears throat> the record for most follows in like an hour. Wow. She had like four million people. She crashed the whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, "God damn, girl, <laughs> get in there and get it." <laughs> you got oh, a deal. She got it. You got a deal. I like her. She doesn't do a lot of work. She's all right. Friends I know are... it makes it sound like I like her because she doesn't work. <laughs> she doesn't do a lot of shit. I like her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Friends had 10 seasons. The last episode yes. was May 6, 2004. Eh. Friends is one of the most popular shows in the, the world has ever seen. The series made Hollywood A-listers out of its cast, by, but Jennifer Aniston has arguably had the most success career since. The actress has started, starred in multiple movies, all mm-hmm. helping her to amass a fortune of over $240 million. Wow. If times get rough for Jen and the work suddenly dries up, she can look forward to a huge annual check of $20 million <gasps> in dividends from the Warner Brothers hit show. Network allegedly bags over $1 billion a year from the hit comedy. $20 million. Yep. My ass. <laughs> $20 million, dude. Yep. Ah, oh, she does No wonder she doesn't do much. Yeah. She doesn't fucking have to. Right. She's like, why should I work? I got that friend's money. Bling, bling. <laughs> I'm sure she doesn't say bling, bling, but I don't care. I, I added it. that. I added that for my own flair. <clears throat> Seriously. <clears throat> Fuck off. <laughs> 20 minutes. I mean, I like the show. It's a, it's a decent. <clears throat> my husband hates it. He won't watch it. So I have to watch it when he's not around. <laughs> it's, a, it's just a goofy 90s show. Yeah. It's fine, but like twenty fucking million. Mm-hmm. There was just actually, a, actually, actually, there was a huge thing recently because Netflix re-upped to carry Friends, and it cost them a bundle to do it. Wow. Yeah, and this is like the end. When the contract, this contract expires, that's it. NBC is taking it back. I don't know what the hell they're gonna do with it. <laughs> Probably try to reboot it. God, I hope not. Mm-hmm. You can't. Here's the you thing. You can't do an old show like that again. That's the thing. It's like you can't capture <laughs> that again, and it irks me when they try to do it. Like, like uh, married children. Try doing that one again. Yeah, I actually I have a whole thing 
uh, that we might get to tonight or we today or we might not. But I had a whole thing about that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it really bothers me when mm-hmm. they they try to either replace people or they try to, like, capture that again. It's like Magnum P.I. Yeah. They tried to do Magnum P.I. again. Like, Tom Selleck wasn't even involved. It's like... They should call it Magnum P.O. Magnum Piss Off. <laughs> off <laughs> my god that's the vibe all right i'll shut your, up now. well your sounds interesting so i'm gonna pick a couple no 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 no, no. keep 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 going i'm gonna pick a few more and then... <laughs> sounds like no, no we'll do well i got the it's a long list okay we'll do some uh on the next show we'll split it up uh next is jerry seinfeld <laughs> okay for guess what show i hope it's seinfeld it is yeah which did nine seasons uh-huh Final episode, which fucking sucked, <laughs> was May 14th, I was 1998. Drinking. Don't do that to me while I'm drinking. <laughs> That's the worst ending I've ever seen on a, a sitcom. I don't know. I It's right up there with shitty endings. Yes. Right up there. It was, yeah, it was real garbage. Ugh. That and left a bad taste in a lot of people's mm-hmm. mouths. And the stupid way that they're just quiet in, in the jail cell and... They're just panning back slowly and slowly. Yeah. You're waiting for the damn fade out, but they're taking too long. You're waiting for the punchline. And there is none. No. It's like, haha, joke's on you. <clears throat> Seinfeld uh, captivated audiences with his quick-witted script and lovable characters in the 90s and beyond. And beyond! <laughs> when the series ended in 98, it was a sad day for everyone involved. But all yep. these years later, and co-creators Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David continued to make a mint from the series. Depending on the type of syndication deal, Seinfeld and David stand to make an impressive $110 million per year <gasps> each. Wow. That's not to be sniffed at. Uh, considering uh, the, yeah. form, the former was making $1 million per episode in the last season. And it's rumored that the actor is worth almost $8 billion. One billion dollars. Screw you, Jerry. Screw you. <laughs> My God. Oh. Next, we move on to Ted Danson. Oh. Well, well, I mean, just real quick, Seinfeld is on Hulu now. So, I mean, does he? Are we talking like syndication? Or are we talking streaming as well? Because um, <clears throat> that was some big deal. I do have some. <laughs> I do have something like, that I, got, I printed up a few weeks ago that I never yeah. got to. Having to do that. Yeah. Um, okay, this week Netflix paid a reported $500 million for <clears throat> streaming rights to all 180 episodes of Seinfeld. A day later, Warner Media, looking to beef up its imminent HBO Max service, paid a reported $1 billion for the streaming rights to nearly 300 episodes of Big Bang Theory. First of all, Big Bang Theory didn't even air on HBO. Why the fuck are they... <laughs> <laughs> streaming it. That right. is fucked up. This came on top of an estimated $425 million the company already paid for Friends. See, $425 million they paid for Friends. That's a lot. To, to re-up the contract with them. And all of this comes from the heels of Comcast's $500 million purchase of The Office for the new NBC Universal streaming service named Peacock. <laughs> oh, this I... is Peacock. Uh, hang on one second. I really just want to say that line one more time for the new NBC Universal streaming service named Peacock. 
Um. <laughs> and this is Mrs. Peacock. Yeah. I'm really uh, just skimming at this point. Mm-hmm. The dolly dollar figures are indeed enormous to give a sense of scale. 30 years ago, TBS shocked the industry with 200 million syndications of Seinfeld. It's all too shocking. Four years ago, the numbers were considered equally giant when Hulu paid Sony $160 million for the comedy. Netflix's number is three times that without any ads to defray cost. That is crazy. Making the problem worse is that nobody really knows how to define what a binge-worthy show is in the first place. Big Bang does well on TBS. Bang! But will it stream well? Why wouldn't Big Bang Theory stream fine? I can't see why it wouldn't. Right. <clears throat> I mean, yeah. Right. Seinfeld has long been a 10 and 11 p.m. television powerhouse. <laughs> but does that mean people will want to watch it repeatedly on demand? People want to watch anything on demand. You want to watch it when you want to watch it. Mm-hmm. You don't want the network telling you you can only watch this at 10. Screw you, I want to watch it now. And I want to watch eight of them in a row. While I sit here in my shorts with fucking crackers. I'm going to eat graham crackers and watch them all night. Sometimes I'm on YouTube watching the um, the blooper reels. Yeah. For each season. Then that makes me want to give you a call and say, can I borrow your DVD set? And then stop watching the show. Yeah. Uh, um... Jesus, the shows that are off that the shows that are most repeatable, if Netflix's pronouncements are accurate, Friends and The Office do have likable characters you want to hang out with as much as you want to see what happens to them. There's one reason Big Bang seems like it might at least theoretically fit into this group. Uh, But lovability and streamability are two different things. Wow, that's that's wow, yeah, yeah. Uh, hitting the sweet spot in which people want to watch a show over and over again, each episode interchangeable with the next, is extremely difficult. Sweet. Yes. So, in a new study, the research group Reach3, that sounds disgusting, found that just 20% of consumers would absolutely subscribe to Disney+, Plus, a service that already has all the franchises and name recognition these competitors are seeking, Meanwhile, just 7% said they would subscribe to Apple TV. That puts Warner Media, Comcast, and even Netflix at a disadvantage, paying ever-escalating costs for shows that may not be watched and wouldn't necessarily drive subscriptions if they were. Like Jerry and the Pact, it might not be long before some of them think twice about shaking hands. Oh, little masturbatory joke there. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Disney, uh, Disney Plus uh, launches on the 12th. I am very excited about that. Yay! I know. <laughs> I know. There's good good stuff coming, and, and I'm not like a huge. We love good Disney. stuff. There's not. I'm not like a huge Disney person either. So for me to be excited, I'm like, <laughs> yes. Uh, so Ted dancing <clears throat> for Cheers. <laughs> Eleven seasons. Last yes. episode was May twentieth, ninety three. Ted Danson has enjoyed a successful career, but. His most recognizable role was on NBC's Cheers. As leading character Sam Malone, Cheers was and continues to be one of the biggest shows ever to grace our screens. Norm! <laughs> Danson has had several roles since that have bumped up his bank balance, including parts in Curb Your Enthusiasm, Board the Death, and The Good Place. Yes. If Danson decides to retire... He can rest easy knowing that he would still get up to $5 million a year 
from his 80s sitcom. That's fucked up. <laughs> I was never a big Chia's fan. You know. Uh, yeah. I watched it, but it wasn't one of my favorites. Yeah. It just, it just, I don't know. It just didn't captivate me. Next is Jim Parsons. <laughs> from Big Bang Theory. We just fucking, that's perfect. We just talked about how they just made a ton, shit ton of money. <laughs> For 12 seasons. Final air date was May 16th, 2019. Mm-hmm. Which all of us Big Bang Theory people know. You know, I didn't get to see the last episode. I mean, last season. It was shit. Well, the last episode was shit. Oh, wow. It sucked like Seinfeld? Oh, shit. <laughs> I think it's shit. It was shit. I have so many issues with it. Makes it. you want to drink, doesn't it? I am going to drink. <laughs> yes, it was shit. Jim Parsons made waves at Sheldon Cooper. Genius that delivered hilarious one-liners without even trying. Like his co-stars, Johnny Galecki, Galecki and Kelly Kuko. Russ! <laughs> Big Bang Theory made him a household name. In the final season, Parsons was earning 900000 an episode. He couldn't even crack a million. Wow. 900000 per episode. What the uh, hell are we doing? I, I Jesus. don't fucking know, dude. But seriously. But seriously. Uh... I mean, I'm I'm actually unimpressed with that. He couldn't even crack a million mm. for an episode. He was definitely worth it. A lot of people only watch the show for his character. With the way he looks, I'm still waiting for them to do something. Maybe like a movie documentary of Paul Rubens. <laughs> Jesus. Because he looks like the way Paul did as Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Like he has his face and everything and the short hair. Yeah. <laughs> now I was going to want to do that reenactment of the uh, theater there yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get on in there. <laughs> Thanks to the long, uh, longevity of the show and continued popularity, Parsons can expect to pull an impressive $10 million a year from various repeats, oh. with channels to secure rights, and it's a dead cert that the star won't ever have to sing for a supper, even though it offers stop pouring in, which is unlikely. Yeah. Even he... if the offer stop oh. pouring in. He is actually, 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 he's working, he's producing a show with, uh, I, I always pronounce her name wrong, uh, Mayim Bialik, mm-hmm. Blossom. Yeah. Um, it's actually a ripoff yeah. of a British show, I know actually, of a British show, uh, I forget the name of it. Fun with Flags? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no. Uh, Miranda. Miranda's the name of the show. It's a like a British sitcom, and they're redoing it. And she's executive producing it. I think she's producing it also, mm-hmm. but she's starring in it as well. So I don't know. They're still working. Good. <laughs> Sean's like, oh, good. Oh, he's he's on, he also has that uh, little Sheldon show, whatever the fuck it's called. Oh yeah, Young Sheldon. I've never seen that. show. I had no desire to see that. That was stupid <laughs> to me. It does. It does. All right, I'm gonna do two more, and then we can try to hop over to something else. Okay. One of my favorites, Ed O'Neill, Married <laughs> with Children. Yeah. Which had eleven eleven seasons. Final episode was June 9th, ninety seven. Ed O'Neill may be better known these days for a role in Martin Family, but this isn't his first rodeo. The actor gained widespread notoriety 
as Al Bundy in the hit sitcom Married with Children, which aired from 1987 to 1997, alongside Katie Segal, O'Neill, entered the living rooms and the hearts of millions of families. <laughs> he entered the living room and our hearts. <laughs> O'Neill is luckier than some other actors who struggled to recapture the success they once had. Married with Children reruns see him bring in around $10 million a year. Jesus. While the recently completed Modern Family will likely surpass that, making him an even richer man than he already is. Jeez, must be nice. Must he plays be a nice. guy who barely has money and makes two something an hour at a shoe store. Yeah. Now he's got this money and he's gonna be getting ten million in residuals. Yes. Nancy Cartwright. Oh, Simpsons. Yep. Which is thirty-one seasons. Jesus. No final episode air date because they're still making it. Because <laughs> it's still effing going. Simpsons had the honor of being the longest-running animated comedy in television history, yep. and it's widely popular popularity. It has run for 31 seasons and counting. It's still making episodes. Nancy Cartwright voices one of the main characters on the show, Barbara Simpson. Cartwright and her co-workers make up to $20 million per year in reruns of the animated series. Wow. For new episodes, she makes 400 thousand per episode wow cartwright has stayed true to her role at with the simpsons dominating the voiceover game since the 80s i was listening a few years ago to an interview with hank azaria and hank azaria voices uh apu and apu is probably the most the most famous one but he does a lot of other side characters and stuff mm-hmm. wiggum he voices chief wiggum uh, one of the cops, uh, just stuff like that. So he 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 does that. So, but he was talking about his schedule with The Simpsons, and he goes, "I go in for an afternoon, sit in my stool, record." And he's like, "That's it." He goes, uh, "We've been doing this for so long, we don't really do a table read." He goes, "We just go in and record, and they'll say something like, oh, can you make that sound a little more like.'" you know, hectic or whatever, and he's like, yup. He goes, and you know the character so well, you just nail it. Mm-hmm. He goes, and then you go home. <laughs> I was like, what? For one afternoon. So for you think about that. For one afternoon of work, she's getting $400,000 for a couple hours. The hell? <laughs> Damn! <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Sweet deal, right? Oh, yeah. Sweet deal. So we're going to stop right there on my list. stop of, right there. Nancy. Right. I'm going to move on to the next topic. No pressure on me. Pressure! Okay. That song and video is creeping me out as a kid. That video is very creepy. So, this kind of... It's not exactly what you were talking about, but we're talking about characters on TV shows. Now, which actor portrayed a character so well that no other actor could ever replace them? Mm. Now, before I get onto this list, I I already have one off the top of my head. Mm. And I wrote it down here somewhere, but I'm going to start with it. Now, you and I... And Joseph, 
<laughs> on, on Mondays, we've been watching Dukes of Hazard, right? Yes. There is a season of Dukes of Hazard. Yes, five. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Where I think they were trying to get more money. Yep. And the studios didn't want to pay them. Mm-hmm. They want to renegotiate the contracts. So they kind of like brought in two other dudes and to be the, you know, the cousins. That's a lot of big family, a lot of cousins. Cousins of the cousins. The cousins of the cousins <clears throat> to try to like take, take over. Yeah. yeah. And it failed miserably. And at the same time, they try to wear the same outfits. Yeah, that was ridiculous. The bright yellow shirt with the jeans. Yep. And the blue plaid with the jeans. Yeah. But they switched it up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was Coy and Vance. Yes. Vance was supposed to be playing like Luke's part, and Coy with the blonde was doing Bo's part. So stupid. But Vance was wearing the yellow shirt, and Coy wore the blue. They thought we'd be okay with it, and we were not. Nobody was. Nobody was, yeah. Their ratings dropped. Of course it did. Because it's like, these are not the people we're invested in. I don't know these two people. They're new. New. You're new and I don't like you. So. These aren't the Dukes that you want to watch. <laughs> these are not the Dukes you're looking for. <laughs> so character, so actors that portrayed a character so well, no other actor could ever replace them. Um, the first one is, the first answer was Julie Andrews is Mary Poppins. Emily Blunt couldn't come close to Julie's performance. Julie j- just is Mary Poppins. Also, don't anyone dare to reboot The Sound of Music. It's perfection. I've never seen The Sound of Music, so I, I'll just yeah. agree with you. Christopher Lloyd as Dr. Emmett Brown. Yes, I agree. Now, somewhere it is written that John Lithgow was considered for the role of Dr. Brown. Great Scott. While Lloyd's performance is wonderful, this person wishes that they could have seen Lithgow's take on it. I don't know. John Lithgow John Lithgow brings a certain creepiness to everything he does. Almost. I think he does. Well, you think of Harry and Henderson? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's creepy in a lot of stuff. Dexter. But, yes. When he guest starred on Dexter. Yeah, and he was a serial killer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, in the same vein with that, Michael J. Fox is Marty McFly. Right. But he was not the original Marty McFly they started out with. It was Eric Stoltz. Boo. And that movie sucked. So now picture Back to the Future with John Lithgow and fucking Eric Stoltz. <laughs> they, would, they wouldn't have had part two and three. That no, it wouldn't have gone. Wouldn't have gone. It wouldn't have no. gone anywhere. Nobody would have connected mm. with that film the way that they did. Mm-hmm. So. When it came, when it was time to recast James Earl Jones as Mufasa in the new Lion King remake, they replaced him with James Earl Jones. <laughs> what a good move! <laughs> that was nice. A, that was a wise decision. I actually laughed at that casting. I'm like, of course they got him to do Mufasa. I can picture someone saying, "All right, James Earl Jones did the first one." Yep. What if we got Darth Vader to do the voice? <laughs> How about that? What about that guy who does This Is CNN? Maybe we can get him. <laughs> He's got a nice deep voice. Um, they can keep casting Gomez Adams, but Raul Julia will forever be the greatest. I'll take your I'll take your word for it. Uh, Sigourney Weaver as Ripley. Perfect. Fun fact. 
The script written for Alien was so that all the characters only had last names, so that the people making the film had the freedom to cast male or female actors for each role. Even still, the character of Ripley was always thought to automatically be a male role until Sigourney Weaver auditioned. Mm-hmm. I honestly, I she's not one of my favorite people on the planet. I, I just liked her in Ghostbusters, that's it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Are you the key master? Uh, <laughs> not that I know of. <laughs> yeah, not that I know of. Slam. Uh, Har- Are you the key master? Yes. <laughs> I'm a friend of his. <laughs> he told me to meet him here. <laughs> he no, said- after saying that, watch she still let him in the door. <laughs> he said, meet me there at eight. So I knew it was here because, you know. Harrison Ford as Indiana Jones. Also, Harrison Ford as Han Solo. Right. I know. Um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to agree with that. I'm going to agree with that. I can't picture anybody else pulling off Han Solo. No. Because ha- you have to be the right amount of snarky, but also lovable. And he's like a lovable jerk. Like, you love him. You want to give him a hug and punch him he's in the a face. Scruffy looking nerf runner. <laughs> I know. That's Who you calling Scruffy? <laughs> I know. That's the insult he got upset about. Who you calling Scruffy? I shave. <laughs> um, you're going to love this answer. I, I wrote it down how this person wrote it. Okay. Mm. Tim Curry as the butler. <laughs> they didn't yes. mention the movie. They didn't give any other clues. It was Tim Curry as the butler. Hmm. But we know it's Clue. Yay. Our favorite. No way else could buttle like Tim. No, he's a buttle. <laughs> he buttles. He's uh, head of the kitchen and dining room. Yes. Mr. T plays all of his characters so well they can only be Mr. T. <laughs> uh, Hugh I pity the fool. Yeah. He pities everyone. Hugh, Hugh Laurie as House. I will agree with that. Hugh Laurie is amazing as House. And Hugh Laurie was on vaca- uh, location filming a movie while they were casting for House, so he sent a tape to audition with, and he was in character the whole time. The casting director had seen a lot of British actors for the role and already said he wouldn't look at any other British actors because he didn't think their a- accents were convincing. He didn't know anything about Hugh, so when he saw the tape... He was loudly proclaiming that a Brit could never give a performance like that, and this was who he wanted. Mm. Yes. Worked out for you, good. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of your favorite shows. His, yeah, yeah. I love I love House. It was a great show. She loves a good house. I love a good house. That's some bad hat, Harry. <laughs> Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. Yes. Or yes. whatever else Michael Keaton was in. <laughs> Anything Michael Keaton does. I will, I will... He proved it as Batman. <laughs> I was actually going to venture to say that uh, Michael Keaton is Vito Juice and I will add in Michael Keaton is Batman. <laughs> I think he was a great Batman. And yes. you know what sucks is they released... Um, um, what do you call those? Like behind the scenes type pictures of the new... The Robert Pattinson guy mm-hmm. training as Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Nah. <laughs> I'm very angry. And Andy Serkin is going to be Alfred. <clears throat> and I'm getting really pissed at Warner Brothers because they keep recasting people. They are looking for somebody to play the Penguin. And I'm like, why don't you just get Robin Lloyd Taylor? It's already yes. been established. He's fucking Penguin. And David as Batman. 
I, I, well, Bruce. I mean, I know he's pretty young. So, I mean, what is he, like 18 now? Yeah, I think he's like... So it's like Bruce the teenage is? <laughs> it's like, eh. But, you, I mean... You could probably make him look a few years older. I thought Sean Pertwee was an amazing Alfred. And he should continue to be Alfred. Thank you. Somewhere on this list, uh, somebody had written um, that Michael Caine was a great Alfred. <clears throat> and Michael Caine was a, de- was a better Alfred than uh, the, the guy... What the fuck is his name? Christian Bale. Michael Caine was a better Alfred than Christian Bale was a Batman. Mm-hmm. But I thought Pertwee was an amazing Alfred. Because he wasn't just like background. He wasn't just like a butler. He was like, if you touch him, I will kill you. He was hard ass. I love that about him. And anybody was better uh, better Batman than Val Kilmer. <laughs> oh, God. Val Kilmer, the worst fucking Batman ever. Mm. There's nothing that Val Kilmer's done that you couldn't interchange with another actor. That's just how it is. Uh, Ian McKellen is Gandalf. I do not watch The Lord of the Rings, so I will say okay. Or is that Harry Potter? No. Whatever, whatever the I Gandalf. I don't watch either. Whatever the Gandalf is, he's he's the one. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like we're, we're running long on time, so I'm just gonna do a couple more. I wasn't even looking. Um, Linda Hamilton as Sarah Connor. Ham. Ham. <laughs> what she did to transform herself from Terminator to Terminator Two was awesome. I guess. Uh, Tom Hanks as Forrest Gump. Right. Gump. <laughs> what? Right. Oh, right. Uh, Tom Hanks is great in anything he's doing. I'm just, just well, off the top yes. of my head. One of the other people they were thinking about doing for that role was uh, yes? Travolta. No. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I remember that. That movie would have sucked. Yes. Okay. The my feelings from <clears throat> for, for Travolta aside, because I don't like John Travolta, but. Just like I don't, Tom Hanks has such a likability, he's gonna be in the new uh, what is that? That won't you be my neighbor uh-huh. thing? The the um, uh, Mr. Rogers thing, and like if anybody could do that, it would be Tom Hanks. Like you would buy that because they both seem so wholesome. All right, I knew I had it. Okay. All right, the people that was uh, considered for the role. Yep. John Travolta. Chevy Chase yeah. and Bill Murray. Okay, wait. John Travolta. Yeah. No. Chevy Chase, too comedic. Yeah. Bill Murray. Bill Murray can be serious, but I don't think he can play Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. Not the way that Hanks did it. Right. Yeah. Just no. Just no. No. And I like Bill Murray. Don't get me so wrong. Do I. Bill Murray's on this list. I like Bill Murray. I ain't nothing against him. But he could not be Forrest Gump. I knew I had something here somewhere saying who else was up for the role. No way. No way. That was that was good casting right there. <clears throat> Perfect. Yes. I agree. Okay. Uh, we've about hit the end of our tether on this. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the actors who can't be replaced, that'll that'll come back at some point. Um, let's see. It's you know what, we're approaching Thanksgiving in a couple of weeks. <laughs> So, aside from my horrible turkey noises, blah, 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 <laughs> we're going to have, like, every year, Sean and I do, like, crazy family gathering Thanksgiving stories. So, those are going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks. We want to hear yours. If you want to <laughs> send us your crazy family. And, not no, if, not, no, don't send, send me. Don't send me your crazy family. 
<laughs> you send me a story about your crazy family. Yeah, send us a story about your... Don't send us your family. I can't feed them. <laughs> <laughs> we're not offering to feed them. Unless they like Pez. <laughs> if they like Pez, we're in business. Cherry five Pez. There's no question. question. No question. <laughs> um, but you can send us any stories about your crazy family. You can either direct message us on Facebook, which would probably be a great way. Yes. Uh, you can probably direct message us on Instagram or at least say like, hey, write us a comment. Or you can email us, which would be in the description of this podcast. I will put the email. Or if you're a stickler, you can just write down right now. Get a pen. I'll give you two seconds. Write down right now. The word hashtag, just saying podcast, at gmail.com. That is hashtag H-A-S, you know the rest. <laughs> just saying podcast, at gmail.com. Jump on over to YouTube, watch our other videos. we got a lot of videos up there. They're great. Uh, like, comment, subscribe, ring the bell, Joe. <laughs> I haven't said that in a while. Now I get to shut the... up. <laughs> Sean's got something to tell you. Tell him, Sean, don't forget to wash your apples. Have a good everything, and don't forget to wash your ass either. <laughs> <laughs> Splish bash in the bath. Wash the ass.